0: Welcome to Trade Avant Garde podcast. This is show number twenty-five, and it's great to have you join us again. My name is John Warren, and my very good mate Ashley Rouse over in Adelaide again. Welcome, Ash.
1: Hey, JW. Good to be here as usual.
0: It's uh, it's getting a lot closer to Christmas, so that's exciting. And uh, in Sydney, some big news coming out uh, coming out this morning. So we're going to find out what the trend line is for the the current cluster. Um, we talked, I think, the last couple of shows about how it's changed really quickly and the borders are pretty much locked down now. So, of course, uh, you guys over in, in Adelaide uh, can't come here and, and vice versa. You got your test match in. We talked about that. So that's done. So it's going to be interesting. We'll, we'll know a lot more uh, a little later this morning, but I think it's going to be quite a different Christmas in, in Sydney in 2020.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, it's shown us all year um, how quick it can change state to state. So hopefully... You had, what, uh, 44,000 people went and got tested yesterday or something, mate. So hopefully if those numbers keep up, you'll jump on it real quick and uh, and have no issues going forward. So hopefully, fingers crossed, unfortunately with Christmas Friday, I'm not sure you're going to change it that much before then. But uh, it is what it is, and people just need to adapt as quick as they can.
0: Yeah, well, that's right. I mean, Santa's going to have to try to get a mask over that big beard of his. I don't know if that's going to work <laughs> out for him. But... Uh... <laughs> But anyways, only a couple more slips. So all the kids out there saying it will still come, of course, so that's good news for them. But, but it's going to be a little bit different to what we've been used to in the past. Uh, and, of course, New Year, not too far away as well. And go, wow, I mean, 2020, we talked about how unusual and challenging it's been in lots of ways. But it'd be good to see 2021 come in and a uh, fresh start. And hopefully the COVID, uh, particularly with the vaccines starting to, to, to be coming through, that we, we see a much different world in 2021.
1: Yeah, I think we're used to it a little bit. Uh, adapting now so hopefully that'll help us earlier new year. because it's not going to change on January 1 obviously so hopefully uh, within the first quarter we'll start to see more and more people vaccinated and and uh, a lot more positive outcome you know by mid-year so now looking forward to it mate it's uh, actually looking forward to a break that's for sure it's been, yeah been a big year.
0: Uh, you've been a little bit testy in the last couple of days I noticed so I think you do need a break thank you <laughs> that's the shortest answer ever. Thank you. So Ashley, it's our tips and tricks series, and uh, we've had a lot of uh, really wonderful conversations uh, particularly this year with our great partners and uh, on Avant Garde, this is another tips and tricks. And today um, again, we're always excited, but uh, we've got Graham Duty, Graham is the owner and principal of Duty and Associates Workforce Management Services. Welcome, Graham. Thank
2: you, gentlemen, pleasure to
0: be here. Thank you. Thanks for sharing your time with us on Trade Avant Garde, Graham. We, we really appreciate it. And of course, you're over in uh, South Australia as well, where Ash is. Yes, yes, I am. Yeah, Ash and I um, have a, a bit of a, a
2: relationship. We've known each other for uh, a couple of years. Sorry about and, that. Um, <laughs> no, don't apologise, mate. He, he's, all, he's all good, although he does go missing sometimes when it's his shout at the club. But, you know, things happen. <laughs> oh,
0: God. Oh, oh, oh. oh, in fairness, Graham, I've never known him not to shout a beer. So, I, I mean, that no. hasn't been my experience. To be fair, no, it's
2: it's a it's a bit harsh. I was just um, just feeling uh, for
0: a reaction there. That was all. Yeah, you got one from him. Hey, look, welcome, uh, welcome to the show, Graham. Um, it's great to have you with us. So, Cheers. what is the uh, the Graham Duty story? I mean, uh, your business, uh, Duty Associates Workforce Management Services. How did you get involved in in this industry? Well, it's a bit bit of a long story, a bit bit of
2: an evolving story. But in my early years, when I was studying, I was studying to be an an accountant, and um, came across this subject called human resource management. And the more that I got into it, the more I felt this is really where I wanted to be. I I'd had no insight into into the world of HR before then. But that subject was, was highlighting, um, you know, a particular area of interest. So I kind of um, dropped accounting, I think, that next semester and uh, transferred into HR. So uh, that was quite a few years ago. Yeah. And since then, I've, I've gone to um, work in the Federal Public Service. Um, I had a, a senior role with the Australian Federal Police for a while mm-hmm. in uh, HR, worked in the State Public Service and have been in the uh, private sector as well and a few years ago I had a short stint overseas in England which was interesting to work because over there uh, if you're a HR practitioner you actually have to be certified to work as a practitioner so they have a national body I remember um, my employer saying to me like we'd really love to employ you but I would do my job without how um, without CIPD certification coming through. But I managed to do a little bit for them anyway without having to be involved in a, uh, any particular certification. But anyway, we come back to Australia and, um, yeah, I suppose the rest is history. I'm a certified professional member of the Australian Human Resources Institute. I've been with ARI now for around 10 years. And I'm also a fellow of the... Uh, Australian Institute of Managers and Leaders and a certified practicing manager. So, um, and that's my story, JW. Crikey, Scrum, that's, uh, you've got a few,
1: uh, uh, what would I say, certifications attached here, mate. I, I didn't realize all that after all the years we've known each other, so that, that's wonderful. It's interesting to hear the England story because you need to be a certified practitioner to be a HR consultant, but to be an electrician, you can be a plumber. So it's quite interesting the difference in uh, how they work over there and what they, I suppose, take as being a serious um, employment compared to a, a trade that can
2: kill you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And look, I've seen some horror stories over there like... You know, if you're a jack of all trades, you know, like you say in England, I don't think there's any licensing requirements for tradies. You know, so so you're right. Your plumber can be your carpenter, your carpenter can be your plumber. And some of the uh, horror stories I've seen with um, house extensions has been completely at another <laughs> level, honestly.
1: Yeah, it's a bit it's a bit strange when you watch their shows. Hey mate, uh, we have lots of lots of tradies that listen in that are still thinking about starting a business, they work for someone at the moment and then, and they dabble on the weekends, I'm sure, and then start to think about doing it. So can you talk us back to, uh, you moved back to Australia and then um, how did duty and associates come about and what made you start your own business?
2: Yeah, okay. Look, um, unfortunately we had a massive disruption um, to our family about nine years ago, which I, I won't go into any detail other than to say, I was left to care for our, our two boys and I was just sitting around um, one day contemplating of of what the future of work may look for me because there'd been a, a period there i'd had some um, time time away from work and decided i really didn't want to go back to the job that i was doing so i kind of got a payout from that and we just we're sitting home basically twiddling our thumbs and i thought oh well i've got to have a look for something to do uh, and the more i looked and, and answered job ads the more i could it came into my mind that there's, there's a lot of small businesses out there, mum and dad type operations or one or two guys working with an operator. And I thought to myself, how, how are they getting support or how, how do they support themselves in HR? Because by that time, we were about three years into the new Fair Work Act and that was changing the landscape of HR and it was very apparent. It was going to become very involved i won't say complicated but it involved so that's when i decided to um, to set the company up and i've always had that focus on that that small business and, and what i mean by small business is i'm not really into the the medium-sized operators we as you know ash we've got some you know pretty medium-sized plumbing operations and electrical operations here in sa I'm not really interested in those because most of those guys have got um, their own HR team and, and whatnot. I'm more interested in, in helping the, the sole operator or the husband and, and partner um, type situation to, uh, to get their heads around what's involved in employing people these days.
0: Graham, we know that uh, duty and associates are recognised as the specialist when it comes to providing human resource and recruitment, uh, industrial relations advice for small business owners. But what are the real pain points that Duty and Associates is addressing uh, in the context of tradies? What, what is it that you're really trying to achieve to help tradies move from where they are to where they could be when it comes to to your services?
2: Yeah, sure. Look, there's there's lots there's lots of little things that go on all the time in the human resources, and and particularly with the Fair Work Act, which all of our awards fall out of and the National Employment Standards. Just to give you guys some indication, in in the last three months, out of the 130 odd, or it might even be 200 modern awards we've got, the Fair Work Commission just updated 97 of those awards in the last three months. And and they're right across uh, a whole lot of industries. You know, airline pilots, black coal, fitness industry, you know, plumbing, communications. So it's it, it's fairly intense when it comes to that. So what I what my my proposition for tradies is, like, let me let me be your business partner. You you know your trade. I know this is my trade. I can advise you when your award has changed. I can talk to you about apprentices, how you can manage your your apprentice because you're going to have an employment contract to deal with. You're also going to have a, an apprenticeship contract with an RTO. How do we sort the linkages there like in the unfortunate event that, you know, an apprentice does the wrong thing and, and we have to um, um, get rid of him from the business. It's actually not that simple because there are rules around terminating employment for apprenticeships for apprenticeships and uh, we need to know how to do that because if we get it wrong we can we can be in real deep to put it politely so so for me it's just being able to work with with people give them the answers they're looking for and look honestly i have a, a lot of professional contacts too people in in different sectors because hr is a bit like i suppose any other industry there's those of us that specialize in HR, industrial relations, organizational development, training and development. So if I haven't got the answer that, that someone is looking for, I know where to go to get a, a credible answer. I suppose I look at it that that I do the grunt work for tradies so that they can focus on the, on the things that they um, need to do to keep their business running. And I often say to business owners, you know, you've got your bookkeeper to look after your books and your lawyer to deal with those tricky situations you really do need a HR practitioner or some support to help you with managing your people. So that, that's probably my, my value proposition there, guys. Yeah, that's perfect, mate. It's, uh, it's
1: a bit scary when you talk about $200 bond awards and you've got 97 updated in the last three months, given I understand they don't all will, all um, apply to the tradie area, but still trying to keep up with that uh, is a full-time job. Yeah. I think you're a little bit like us, mate, in your business with... Um, you know you want to help the smaller companies out you know we're innovative tradies uh knows the smaller mediums need you know the most amount of help the larger guys you know they have a they have in regards to to your world mate, like you said the hr department or hr officer with inside and um so we try to do the same thing uh help the smaller mediums and, and and try to be that uh that support and and bring people like yourselves together you know we've got the bookkeepers we've got the accountants, we've got the OHS guys so bringing them all together is is brilliant. In regards to the size of the tradies business I mean are we talking about you know a one-man band or is it when they want to start employing that the HR side of it really steps in mate?
2: Um, it's it's really when they, they start employing Ash because once you employ somebody you, you're then in the, the arena of the Fair Work Act legislation so um, and this is not me touting for business here. This is this is reality. We need to have employment contracts. There's obligations on the employer to give their employee a fair work information statement, which is about how the system operates and what they're entitled to and what they're not entitled to. And and honestly, if, if I was a, a trade, I've I've bought my maid on now four days a week. give me a hand to do stuff and i'm paying him wages i honestly don't want to get bogged down with writing employment contracts in actual fact i probably wouldn't know how to write an employment contract so you know this is the, the the sort of stuff that that i can do for people and and it just takes that that pain away from having to to worry about it you know um and then we we get into situations where You've got to pay them right. You make sure that superannuation payments are going through and all that sort of stuff. So, um, yeah, look, it's really from the point, Ash, that when you as a tradie employ your first person, whether it be full time or part time or even on a casual basis, there's lots of, well, not lots of, but there is documentation that you have to do to keep your business compliant because you don't want. Fair work knocking on your door, just doing a random audit, and you've got nothing to show them. That's probably the worst thing we can do. So, um, yeah, it's, it's probably stuff like that, mate.
0: Yeah. Graeme, one of the things that Innovative Tradies Club sort of aims to do is simplify the business part of business and already some of the things that you've explained when it comes to the expertise that your business brings to the table, things like employment contracts for tradies that may be working for a boss now and decide to go out and work for themselves initially, all those things are important, in fact they're, they're mandatory, they have to happen at some point within their business and having you as a partner would be such a valuable asset to help them to fast track that because mostly they learn it as they go along and they just don't know what they don't know. So I think that's a good tip. And tradies tend to do a wonderful job in sort of recruiting talent into the industry and sort of growing the tradies of tomorrow. So apprentices have always been a big part of uh, the tradie environment. And I think to your point about managing apprentices coming to you and and your team to help to make really good decisions on on that process. Uh, And when things are going nicely, well, that's great. But I think you also mentioned sometimes when maybe it doesn't work out uh, how that process has to be handled and uh, maybe some of those uh, apprentices have to exit for various reasons.
2: Yeah, for sure, um, JW. Look, probably, um, well, a client that I've had for for quite a while and and, um, we only touch base when really when... Things need to to be done, and I I won't mention his name because I know what Adelaide's like, but he had a second year apprentice that fell off the rails a little bit here a few years ago, and my client said to me, he said, look, I just don't know what to do with him, and I said, well, mate, we need to have a talk with him, you know, just find out what's going on. And anyway, what it what it eventually was, you know, he was he was just a young lad, like he was only 17, 18 at the time. Mum and dad had moved interstate, left him here in Adelaide alone, and he was just running amok for a while. You know, he just had all this freedom, and you know, wasn't turning up to work, wasn't turning up to trade school, and all that sort of stuff. So um, um, I just sat down with the client, and we had a couple of beers together. And spoke to to the the lad about you know what the expectations was and what my client was doing to support him and you know didn't look real good for the business because his work was getting a bit so-so but look I'm happy to say mate I I had a job here a couple of months ago and I rang the client and said can you come and do this Uh, um, bugger me the guy that turned up was that apprentice that I spoke to about three years ago he's now a qualified tradie and he's working full time with my client so sometimes it just takes a conversation like that to correct situations but you know like if you don't know how to do it or you get it wrong things go off the rails and you turn up with a, a bigger problem or somebody actually misses out on on having really good light skills
0: yeah i mean that's a, a great example and a great story i mean trade is too i mean there's so much compliance typically in in the trade industry and, and uh, the expertise you bring to it is just sort of another part of that so to have that expert someone to talk to to maybe to to take them through some of those situations and make good decisions on behalf of their business uh, through your support, I think is is good for them and, uh, and good for business. Look, I know that uh, your, your business pro- uh, provides support sort of right across the business. So you've got HR cycles from recruitment, which we sort of just talked about, inductions, and when we bring uh, people into the business, how we induct them and set them up for success. Selection, performance, management strategies. So again, once they're in there, developing the talent that they bring to their business, and uh, yeah, maybe training support that you mentioned before, which is an HR function, and then right through to the employee maybe leaving the business, going on to to other opportunities, or for whatever reason. So, I think that puts a really nice context for those listening that uh, that what you do is really around that that HR life cycle from start to finish.
2: Yeah, it, it is JW, and look, I I'm not. Um... Um, in business to tell my clients how to run their business. You know, I, I see my role as more of a, a business partner. You know, we can, we can have a chat together. You know, they can share what they want to do, what they want to achieve. Can we do this? How's the best way to do that? What's your advice on this? So it's it's just being, um, you know, just being there for clients. And I, I quite often say to current clients, even if you just want to ring me up out of the blue and just have a yarn for 10 minutes or so about what's happened today or what that particular person did or you're frustrated with something, even if you just want someone to vent to. I'm a really good listener, mate. I'm a really good listener. Yeah. Hey, gee, um, important
1: question we ask all of our partners and, sure, and I know you and I you and I discussed it when we caught up for a coffee not so long ago is what about Australia wide because you're here in Adelaide with me Australia wide is that something that uh, duty and associates can handle
2: yeah absolutely Ash. absolutely look um most, most of what I do is I, I think the the intellectual term is knowledge management i've got the knowledge and it's just a matter of, of sharing that and, and and like i said before having a yarn about things it's certainly i'm all geared up to do zoom conferencing telephone support internet basically we we use technology to do most things i mean I, i've even got clients here in in adelaide that are down at, at seaford they, they prefer to, to have a to zoom me now to have a yarn just so they can they can see my not so pretty face because, <laughs> um, you know, they like to see who they're talking to, so so that, that's that's kind of the thing that it, it's evolved, um, now. And really, with it, with the technology that's about, I mean, like I say, most of the stuff that, that I do, I can email documents through to clients, I can send you links for more information. You know, uh, pretty much got my phone on me from. 7:30 um, AM to about 6 PM. You know, been known sometimes to take calls after work, but we won't publicise that. Um, <laughs> too late. <laughs> too late. Yeah, I know. I know. But but yeah, look, and and if need be, um, look, we can come to some arrangement. You know, when our borders finally get open. You know, I'm not I'm not adverse to to flying into a place or. Um, anything like that. Certainly not um, troubled about going on site or anything like that. But, but again, most of the stuff that, that I do, mate, is, is, is by phone, email, um, internet, um, Zoom meetings, whatever. We'll, we'll find a way to do it. Not a problem.
1: I think one thing that COVID has taught us is that we can do business that way. We don't need to be necessarily always face-to-face or in the same room. To be able to do it, mate. So it's 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 pleasing to hear, and um, and I know as I, when we got together, we you know we had lots of conversations, and but I know you've put together a really really ripping deal uh, for our tradie club members. Do you want to talk us through that deal, mate? That they you can offer them.
2: Yeah, look, look, it's it's pretty pretty much um, uh, around some of the stuff that that we we've, we've spoken about um, at the moment. I I offer clients a a. A package deal so for, for a sum of money annually you get unlimited email support unlimited phone call support pretty much there's four members as I call them you get a discount off of if, if somebody wants a, a basic set of policies put together for their business they might just be starting out and we, we've got to have some basic policies uh, as, as a member and, and particularly as, as a um, uh, as a partner for innovative Tradies club members are actually getting a discount of around $150 up front which is which is a big saving and then if uh, so you you've already saved that up by uh, becoming an, an annual member and then you get the standard 25% discount that a member gets on all all that what I call project work so putting those sweeter policies together but generally all that all the contracts and onboarding stuff you know I've got forms running out of my ears that i can send out to people that's all part and parcel of the the membership if somebody wants a particular piece of training for an apprentice or a qualified tradie or something i can go away and source that as part of the package there's no extra cost to doing that and um look as as a, a, a client member i've got um you know should we ever need to have some, uh, some of my more learned colleagues involved in, I've got a really good employment lawyer that I have a relationship with. Craig's an excellent employment lawyer so if there's something that um, uh, I can't handle for clients or you know I I need that, that intervention from a lawyer. Craig is, Craig is doing a, a, an introductory rate for the first client meeting for me. But then after that, yeah, you've got to pay lawyers' rates, unfortunately. But um, <laughs> So there, there, there's a few little benefits like that. You know, if uh, we want um, uh, or we have to, to investigate, you know, an, it, an incident that, that's happened at the workplace or on the work site, it's probably as, as a matter of... of fairness it's not something that I would seek to do for my clients not that I don't want to do it but if it finishes up in the the uh, Fair Work Commission courts or anything like that it looks better if somebody else has done an independent investigation so I've got a guy who, who I trust here in Adelaide is who's, who's actually an ex-industrial relations commissioner and Greg does a really good job for my clients he's he's very thorough very impartial and very fair. So probably the be, the best way for traders to have a look at is to make make contact with me and I can send them the details. Look the package is on the Innovative Traders Club website. But if they want to know anything, look, they can certainly give me a bill, drop me an email or shoot an inquiry form through off the website. Happy to give them all the information they want.
0: Graham, look, thank you very much. You've done an outstanding job this morning, uh, sort of taking us through what uh, Duty & Associates Workforce Management Services can do. And for traders out there, it's such an important topic. I mean, to get this part right is really, at the core, it's fundamental, isn't it? If you get the people part right... Uh, it makes the, the other part so much easier. And you sort of mentioned that that HR life saga, really from uh, onboarding to departing the business and all things in between in managing that people part of it. I know tradies uh, are very talented on, uh, in their trade and what they do with the tools. And particularly when they become employers, if that's the first time, uh, the challenges of managing people is, is until you experience it, it can be very rewarding, but it can also be the other if it's, if it's not done well. So <laughs> I think uh, what you and your team can bring to the table for all the, the members out there, Innovate Trader Club members, is is really exciting. I know next year we've got uh, our Tips and Tricks series for those members. Uh, we've got a, a mountain of uh, of training and information that's going to be shared, particularly from our wonderful partners in the Tips and Tricks. And I, know I think you've got three or four sessions on more specific topics around HR that are going to be really interesting to members. Uh, so. I'd encourage them to get on the website, uh, get themselves signed up, and have a look at the the great stuff that you and your team will be doing next year. I know there's so many uh, in-depth topics we obviously can't cover this morning, but I know Ash and I would love to have you back and maybe talk about some of those hot topics uh, in your experience that are really going to resonate and bring value to, to tradies traders on another. Maybe trade avant garde, if that's okay. Absolutely, love to come back. Love to come back and and uh, just to share, you know,
2: experiences. With our with our listeners, um, yeah, more than happy to guys, nice. more than happy to.
0: Excellent, Graham. And of course, they can find uh, more information about Duty Associates uh, Workforce Management Services on our website, which is Ash, www. Club. Is that the one? Yeah, I've lost Ash. Maybe the internet's gone down. I can't hear Ash. But that's where you'll find us. And of course, on the socials, you will see us on Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn. So get on there, get in, uh, get in, and get yourself signed up. So thank you very much, Graham. Cheers, Ash. No uh, that's it. Show number 25 is now done. So whether you're in the ute, the van, the side shed, the office, or maybe thinking HR, thanks for sharing your time with us today. I uh, hope to see you next time on Trade Avant-Garde. Until next time, stay safe, stay well, and speak with you soon.